This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in season 11 entitled Winning the Mental Game. This season is built off of our newly released book, Winning the Mental Game, the playbook for building championship mindsets. Forward by my my main man, Coach Lou Holtz here. Had the opportunity to spend just some incredible time with him. And as we dive in today, to episode number 10, which is based off of mental play number eight in our playbook entitled Routines, right? The title of this episode is Habits Create Excellence. And I reference Coach Holtz here because he has lived a life of excellence and mostly because he's continued to show up day in and day out with the routines and the habits that are necessary to create excellence in life. And so before we go too much further today, I just wanna share a story from him. I have the honor of knowing a lot of guys that used to play for him. They've been amazing big brothers in the Notre Dame family to me over these years. And so Pat Terrell was telling me a story one time. He said, you know, every day, Coach Holtz showed up to practice, and I can't do Coach Holtz's accent, but Pat can so well. And he goes, he goes every day. Coach would show up to practice. He'd he'd always say, "Gentlemen, it's a great day to work," you know. And for four years, I was like, "All right, Coach, you know, whatever." He's like, "Finally, my senior year, I had the courage to say, Coach, it's not a great day. I got in a fight with my girlfriend. I'm pretty sure I just failed that math test. It's November in South Bend, and it is cold as. Mm, it's not a great day, Coach." And he said, I remember coach looked up and he said, Pat, any day you have the privilege of waking up is a great day to work. And Pat said that hit him like a ton of bricks and was just something that stayed with him. And Pat is gone and he's had you know, four different careers. He's been an airline pilot. He played in the NFL for 10 years, was a commercial airline pilot for 10 years, is the CEO of his own company now. And, and again, think about the excellence that that takes. But what does excellence demand? It demands habits of excellence that you show up every day with intentionality to be great. And you wire in ways of doing things that deliver consistently excellence. And so I reference Coach today because his life resembles that. And Coach, if you're listening to this, shout out. I love you, appreciate you. Thanks for pouring into my life. Thanks for being such an amazing example as a coach, as a professional, as a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, and uh, really showing people that that a life, you can, you can lead a long, long life and be great for decades if you're intentional in doing so. And that's really what this entire chapter in the book is about, what this entire episode is about is that we need to build habits of excellence into our lives because when it gets difficult, when it gets challenging, we resort to whatever habits we've created in our lives. 
And so I want to read an excerpt from our book because you might say like, man, okay, we're, we're talking about excellence, but the play is routines. What's the connection between routines and excellence and habits? And so let me read this, this excerpt for you. And then I want to share a story um, of a client of mine who has become more like a friend, like a family to me because we've been together so long, but share his story and, and how the habits he's building into his lives are continuing to deliver excellence into who he is. So the value of healthy routines is the subchapter on this. And it says, routines are an effective way to help get our minds, emotions, and bodies into position to build powerful habits. In short, routines help build habits. Habits lead to consistency. Consistency leads to excellence. We all have routines. We all have consistent patterns we practice and repeated rhythms we rely on throughout the course of our day. So we must ask ourselves, are the routines I have in my life helping me show up as the best version of myself consistently? Developing effective routines is a learned skill. We can integrate these skills into our performance strategy and execution in a way that facilitates performance excellence, but it takes work. It requires intentionality and purpose. Positioning routines as the last building block in this sequence allows us to incorporate with more intentionality everything that we've learned to date. We turn our attention to routines here as the final play because if we can build effective routines, we can incorporate all of the previous plays into this important and acquired skill. We can build routines around ways to ensure that we are aware, to keep us motivated and confident to help us find our optimal zone and to stay focused and to ensure that we show up calm, cool, and collected in high pressure situations. Routines can and should be customized and retrofitted with any of the previous seven mental plays. Using these vital tools and making them habitual part of your everyday experience will ensure that you are ready to deliver when it matters most. And so that's why routines are so important. That's why we put them at the very end of the playbook because your routines should incorporate everything that we've learned to date. And it's these routines that allow us to be more consistent. And again, it's this consistency that leads us to excellence. So let me share one of my, my, my clients with you, one of my guys with you. Uh, when I first met him, he was a hockey player. He was a high school kid and he was looking to go to college to play, play college, so- college soccer. That was, my, that was my world, college hockey. And um, right before he left, he was committed to a school. The school was committed to him. Right before he left, uh, something came up on his medical exam and they pulled his scholarship and he was devastated. Months later, it actually, he got cleared from, from the health issue that he was having and they already filled the roster. And so devastated, he made a choice to not let go of his dream. And he fought, he called every single division one, division two, and division three hockey school in the country, made a list of it, had the dates that he reached out and finally got a chance to play at a university. He went, he played, he had an incredible experience. He also actually wound up running track there. That's just how much of an athlete he is. And then he had a goal. He said, you know what? I want to go to Notre Dame. So he wound up transferring to Notre Dame. And while he didn't wind up playing on any of our varsity sports teams here, he played club sports. And when he graduated, went to work on Capitol Hill. And when he was on Capitol Hill, he realized, I miss being on a team, a small team that's committed in fighting for something. I want to be a Navy SEAL. This young man is currently 
in Bud's training and he is towards the end. He's through the, the biggest waves of, of individuals that don't make it. And, and he is going to be a Navy SEAL. And how did he get to this point? It's because through all of these years of his mental training, he identified who am I when I am at my best? Who do I need to be when I step onto the ice rink? Who do I need to be when I step into the classroom? Who do I need to be when I walk onto Capitol Hill? And now, as he goes through Bud's training, which is some of the most brutal, aggressive training, because it has to be real life. You've got to know and prepare in advance that you can do these things to protect yourself and to protect our great country with some of the best of the best who defend our nation at home and abroad. And you have to know you can do that. And he is going through that right now. But how does he do that? How, is he, how has he incrementally done all of these things? He's again asked himself, who do I need to be in those moments? And then he builds routines to help get him into that optimal zone, into that mindset, into that focus to be able to deliver his very best when it matters most. So you wanna talk about being able to, how do you keep your heart rate low when you're underwater getting your air tube squeezed off? How do you show up when you've been denied from a hundred different coaches around the country? How do you show up to that next meeting with a sense of hope and purpose and determination and not defensiveness and anger? It's routines. He clarified what his competitive identity was in each of those moments. And then he built routines to allow him to get into that place. And that competitive identity, again, consists of what are you focused on? What are you saying to yourself? What's your optimal zone? Again, all of the previous plays. And that is one of the individuals that's protecting our great country, that is defending our constitution, our values of who we are as the United States of America. And I cannot wait to watch him continue through this journey to become a Navy SEAL, to accomplish one of the next goals on his list because that's who he is. Not because that's who he's always been. He has trained himself to have mental and emotional fortitude, to be strong under pressure, to love the guys next to him. That's who he is as a teammate. That's who he is as a leader. That's who he continues to be every single day in everything he does. And it's his routines that have allowed him to be consistent. And it's that consistency that makes him excellent. He's always had it in him. But he has had to be intentional in building his mindset, just like he's trained his body, just like he's trained his craft and his skills, he's trained his mind. And now today, Years after he's invested in that, you know, when he was playing hockey, he thought it was about hockey. When he was in school, he thought it was about school. But now what he's seeing is it's about becoming a Navy SEAL. And you know what? It's about becoming a Navy SEAL right now, but who knows what it's intended to be for his future. If he ever decides to be a husband or a father or a business leader or a community leader, every season of life that we are in is preparation for what's next. We just have to have the courage to go all in, to be intentional in our training, our preparation, to find a sense of meaning and purpose in what we're doing right now. Because if we don't, if we think it's just a season that we're going through that doesn't matter, we won't show up with the type of intensity it's going to take to forge inside of us who we need to be for our next season. And that's why I love this young man is because every season he's been in, it's been the most important season knowing that it's important because it's important for what's next. So your championship mindset training 
is to flesh out your own competitive identity, regardless of your role. Connect with the most beautiful, the most powerful, the strongest parts of yourself and figure out who do I need to be in this moment and what routines do I need to build to help get me into that competitive identity right now. Marion Williamson said, "It is our, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Don't let the world take your power away. Don't let the world tell you that this season, this moment of your life doesn't matter because it does. It matters right now, whatever season you're in so that you can be the best of whatever that is. But it also matters because it's this season that's forging you for the next season. And if you don't embrace it, if you don't love it, if you don't think it's important, you won't be ready for what's next. And the world needs you ready. The world needs me ready because there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of bridges to be built. There's a lot of hope to be dealt. There's a lot of lights to be turned on in individual lives, in teams, in organizations, in nations, in our world. So use these mental plays. Build routines that help you show up more consistently because we need your excellence in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hey, listen, if you've found impact in these podcasts, let us know what stands out to you. Tag us on social media. We're on Twitter and, and Instagram at Champ Mindsets. We're on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. We're on LinkedIn at Selking Performance Group. Let us know how you're using this. Spread the good word of you winning your mental game because it gives other people courage to do the same. Lean in. If you would like to work with an individual performance coach, we have an amazing staff of them here at Selkin Performance Group. Um, or if you'd be interested in bringing us in to, to do a keynote for your organization or your team, send me a message directly, drselking at selkingperformance.com and let us come alongside of you on your performance journey. You can get the book on Amazon, on our website, www.selkingperformance.com. Leave a review on Amazon, but dive in. Apply this playbook. Not because I want you to buy the book, heck I do, but because I want you to win your mental game because our world needs to start winning our mental game and that's what matters most to me. So thank you for tuning in, check it out, let us know how you're applying it and keep winning your mental game. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking and from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.